Welcome to the Woo Woo Woman podcast. My name is Shelly and I'm your host. I'm a self-taught astrologer, modern mystic, yogic guide, and women's empowerment coach living in the South Florida area. This podcast was created with the intention to share the tools, people, and modalities that have continued to help me shift and heal to up-level my life in efforts to inspire and encourage you to do the same. Thank you so much for being with me. I am officially back from hibernation. Ugh, for those of you who were wondering, where the hell is Shelly? Well, if you follow me on the gram, you've been seeing that I have been going through some changes in my business, and it's a reflection of the inner changes that have been happening within me and these various different epiphanies and revelations and recent circumstances that have really molded me and created so much more clarity in what I have to offer you and myself at the same time. And this journey began by reevaluating my human design and my human design of the business that I own. And it has been so interesting and fascinating to move through because there are so many different things and bouts of clarity that have come through me by this reevaluation and this reassessment. And what you see is that unfolding. And this is the first podcast back. And I am honoring how these podcasts want to flow through. I'm not forcing myself to uh, produce a podcast every Sunday anymore. Please look out for it because my goal is for it to be every single week, but I'm not allowing the rigidity to step in. It became and felt more like work than flow. And I've decided to really move with the flow and move with spirit and what spirit is guiding me to share when I'm intended to share it. And this particular podcast is actually a recording of one of the mastermind conversations that I had with my group. And if you're interested in being a part of that mastermind, you can either DM me, email me, um, and we can chat about it. But it is such a beautiful group right now that, ugh, like my heart can burst at the seams. And I am essentially there as a flashlight, but at the very same time as I'm guiding, I'm also being guided and bouts of clarity come through. And this particular conversation, which we have monthly lives where we dive deeply into various different topics, was a topic that was so, so, so powerful. I threw it out there in the group chat that I have asking Um, you know, what are some topics that you would like for me to touch on? What topics do you want my perspective on? And they came up with such really beautiful and powerful questions and so many that I decided to move in the same order as they came. So the question that I'm working through right now is by one of my private clients and her name is Ashley and she's been one of my private clients for I want to say almost two years which is crazy to even you know fathom 
Um, and what she asked was, how do we find the balance between surrender and surrendering to the universe and what the universe wants for us while also manifesting? And are they one and the same? Isn't that such a powerful, powerful question? And I think it's a question that many of us have. It's like we're like we hear surrender all the time. We hear step into the flow all the time. But then there's this part of us that wants to create, that wants to make things happen in our lives. And newsflash, you are creation in and of itself unfolding and happening every single day. And because you have an intellect and you have a will, you are refining what it is that you desire and really just moving with the flow of that, right? And this is, you know, a a podcast that, again, reflects this deeper conversation that I had with, with the group, but also one that I think many of us really have and battle with. And I would love to um, hear what your reflective understanding of how I share this and the perspective that I give on this because I think that there are so many different ways to see this and, and digest this and process this that really makes this even more rich. And that's why I love the community that I'm working with and that I've built because nobody is above anybody. We are all in this together. And some people might bring about various different conversations and topics and perspectives that really bring about a inner question and, and awakens a deeper wisdom, right? So the rest of this podcast is going to be a recording. And again, the question is, the balance between surrendering to the universe's plan for us versus manifesting the things we want in life and if they are actually one and the same. Mm, so damn good. All right, see you inside. I was ruminating on the topics that everyone was putting in the chat and they were all so powerful and they were all so valid that I've decided to probably go through every single topic. And because of that, I decided to start from the top and work my way down with the responses. And tonight we're going to be working with um, Ashley Bott's question, which was finding the balance between surrendering to the universe, the universe's plan versus manifesting the things that we want in life or if they actually are one and the same. And this is something that, first of all, you know, really begged me to ask myself my personal perspective on what this looked like, because it can be very confusing when you are attempting to surrender and also create something, right? Because the word surrender essentially kind of puts on this flavor of, doing nothing, right? Like don't do anything, just be there. And I'm sure that many of us feel that when we hear the word surrender, we're like, oh, surrender, let it go, let it go, let it go. But 
when we really begin to see what the word surrender kind of coincides with is alignment, right? And we are looking to be in alignment with the universe to co-create. And many of us could also agree that we are co-creating with the universe. We can, you know, and I'm going to get into this a little bit more in depth later, but when you ask the universe, it is essentially your bigger self. And that's why I call the universe, the big you, because it's a play on words, because it's the biggest part of you. It is your higher self answering back. When you ask for a sign, your higher self is the one giving it to you. It is not something outside of you. It is you co-creating with the universe. So when we look at alignment, alignment is being in congruency with our essence, right? And being in congruency with our higher self being in congruency with the biggest part of us that knows exactly what we need, right? Because we've heard time and time again that the wisdom is really in us. Like we are the ones that holds that wisdom. Like we have all of the answers and yet we still have this concept of it being outside of us. And such a powerful topic, right? Even just like from the beginning, you know, start of, of how we're, we're entering this conversation. And when we, when we take a moment and we kind of sit back and we look at our, our reality that we've created thus far with the universe or your higher self, everything that you've desired, you've brought into fruition, whether it's a partnership, whether it's a relationship, whether it's um, you know, a, a business venture, a career, we've somehow in some way, shape or form have co-created with it. Now, then there's the latter part of that where people are like, well, how did I create this catastrophe? Like, why did I create this terrible relationship? Why did I do X, Y, and Z? Right. And then we have to take a step back and ask ourselves that sounds like it's coming from the ego where it's like, wow, 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 wow. Where, like, where's what I want? Where is what I want? But the deepest part of us, and when you hear this, it will ring true and you'll know it. The deepest part of us knows that unless we attracted those circumstances, other circumstances couldn't click into place. So when we're talking about manifestation, we believe and, and, and feel like it is actively working towards something, which yes, you are actively working towards something, a goal, a vision, whatever it might be. But what ends up happening is that as we hold this vision and as we hold this goal for ourselves, we have to honor that other things have to fall away. And instead of taking on the role as well, I, I wrote down what I wanted under the full moon and I set it on fire. I threw it in the water. I did this ritual and all of these things to make this happen. And it still hasn't come in yet. That is when we begin to recognize that we are essentially attempting to curate control what our outcomes are instead of allowing the universe to play a part or the biggest part of yourself to actively initiate what is needed to really truly begin to feel right and experience 
that big goal or that big vision that we hold for ourselves, right? So with that question, you know, and in that introduction, and I'll repeat the question again is, how do we find the balance between surrendering to the universe or the big you, which is a play on words for me, which is the biggest part of you that is in you that holds that wisdom that has all of that knowing, right? Versus manifesting the things we want in life, or if they are actually one and the same. So when we think about surrender, like I mentioned earlier, we feel like surrender means not doing anything, right? And we feel like manifestation and manifesting means actively doing something. You have to first visualize, right? First actualize the, the feeling in your body of that achievement or of that particular um, happenstance that you want to unfold for you. And with that vision, your higher self or the big you, which is not the universe that's outside of you, you know, like I mentioned, it's a play on words for me. It is you, the wisdom within you, the big you, and that's the play on words that is essentially helping guide you towards the best possible outcome. And when we're manifesting, we are always and not always, let me take that back. We are oftentimes manifesting from an ego layer, okay? From this, you know, I want this relationship. I want this money. I want, I want, I want, I want, right? Instead of taking a step back, which is a layer of surrender and saying, I, why do I want this, right? Why do I feel like I need this? Am I seeking to fulfill something within myself that feels like is a void, right? And again, like I mentioned, you can actively do all the rituals and all this stuff that's external. Let me remind you, it's all external. I did the ritual. I wrote down my intentions. I did this. I went to the full moon situation and I did all the right things. Again, ego talking, did all the right things. Why don't I have what I have? why don't I have what I want is the crying baby and the ego inside, right? I did all the right things. Why isn't it here? The layer of control there, which is not coupled with surrender, right? And then there's the other part of this. It's like, well, how did I manifest this relationship? How did I manifest this? If, if I like, why would I do that to myself? And it's not, again, that, that conversation, why did I, why would I do that? Is from the ego. It's not from your higher self. Your higher self speaks in nudges. It speaks in whispers. It speaks in internal knowings. And we can go back to, we can go back to your human design and we can come back to that foundation in human design that taps into and touches on the, the authority and the way in which you're energetically intended to respond and create, right? So um, if you could turn your cameras off, that would be lovely. Thank you. Um, so when we're, when we're diving deeply into this and we can have questions and if you feel like a question comes up, type it in the chat. And then at the end, we can kind of sift through them um, at the end of the, at the end of the call. So Surrender is independent of the activity in your life. 
And that's a, that, that can be a lot for people to swallow. It's like, okay, well, what do you mean surrender is, is independent? So surrender means alignment, right? And coming into alignment means that there's no more internal conflict, that there's no more um, control, that there is flow, right? That life is happening and, and everything is clicking and it feels magical. You're seeing the synchronicities. You are in alignment, right? That is the surrender. That is the, the, the boat that you're on, right? That's kind of taking you where you need to go. The person that's on that boat has an idea of where they're headed, but they're also taking the risk of going onto the seas and knowing that there's a possibility that they may not end up where they essentially wanted to end up, right? So the importance of this is to recognize that surrender means alignment. Alignment means being in congruency with your higher self. Okay. And your higher self will provide you with shitty relationships, will provide you with shitty jobs, will provide you with circumstances, with the chaos, right? It'll provide you with all of the chaos that your ego needs to go through to heal. And it will continue to happen until your ego surrenders, meaning give up. I give up. And that doesn't mean your ego is giving up on the big picture and the big vision. It means your ego is giving up the idea of control. It means that your ego is is letting go of the grip that you have with the internal conflict. When things aren't clicking, when things are not in alignment, when things are feeling off, when relationships are feeling off, you like, let's just take an example of what's coming through right now. It's like, let's just take an example of a relationship because it's the best, you know, uh, example with this. It's like a relationship doesn't work unless both people are in alignment, right? Both people have to be like, I like you, you know, you like me. Let's see where this goes. Let's let's interact. Let's get to know each other. Let's really get a feel for one another. Different circumstances, putting yourselves in different situations, maybe taking them to go see your family, maybe doing all of these things to get a feel for what essentially could be and what that partnership long-term could look like, right? Now, if both partners are not in alignment, right? It's not going to work. If one person's like, I'm out, it's, it's not going to happen. If one person says I'm out, that's it with the relationship. There's no need to try and fix it. It's done. Honor that. Okay. And see that as, as an invitation to be like, okay, universe, this isn't essentially what I thought I wanted with this person, but it happened. And I'm going to see how this is going to unfold for me. How can I reflect on this relationship? How can I reflect on this partnership to learn? Right. Now let's take that. Oh, the lights are coming on. Everything's coming on. Okay. Um, so let's take that into the relationship that you have with yourself and your higher self, right? If your higher self is like, and again, this goes back to human design and the importance of really knowing and understanding your human design fully is like, for me, frustration is my non-self. So Anything that causes me to have or feel frustration, I need to kind of put a pin in 
that and say, okay, this caused me frustration. This caused me frustration. This caused me frustration. That's, that's me recognizing something. I'm not in alignment here, right? Something isn't clicking in this situation. What it is, I maybe don't have the time to sift through it at the moment, but I'm going to put that away and go through it later. I just recently started journaling the things that frustrate me because it's a part of my design throughout the week. And my goal is to see what frustrates me and then ask myself and my partner and my children to find a balance, right? This frustrates me. Can we try X, Y, and Z? This frustrates me. Can we try this, this, and this? And for them, the same when it comes to their human design, right? So when we are talking about manifesting, you are manifesting every thought, every word, every circumstance, right? And you're either manifesting in the direction of that big picture vision that you have for yourself, whether that be a partnership, career, business, money, whatever it is, or you're finding pitfalls on the way. And it's like climbing steps, tripping, and then falling back and having to go back again. You're going to take a couple steps and this is the journey. There is no one-stop shop. There is no one person that's going to tell you everything and how to figure things out. It is internal work, right? It is internal work. And unless you take your, your natal chart, your human design and other tools and methods that resonate with you to use as a reflective tool, you're never going to hit that point. Because again, you are seeking something outside of you like natal chart to tell you what to do or human design to tell you what to do. They are great tools to guide you, but the reflection needs to come from you because you hold that inner wisdom. You are the big you. You are the big universe literally co-creating itself. And going back to co-creating what we don't like in our lives, right? You did that. And I know people are like, no, I didn't do that. No, I didn't do that. No, I didn't do that. Why would I do that to myself? But if you take that thought process and recognize that that's the ego and it's, it's, it's need to have validity and it's need to be seen and heard and it's need to be right, then you begin to sit there and unfold and begin to tap into the deepest part of your essence, which is you at your core your energy, your vibe, right? And seeing these, you know, circumstances, and I still have them, like, please don't think that like, I do this and everything in my life is, you know, picture perfect. No, I am still learning. It is a journey. Just like your life is a forever journey and you have memories and you have, you know, pivotal moments in your life or situations or, or pivotal books or whatever the experience, it is constantly happening. A little backstory is um, I recently decided to go through my business's human design again and the reflection that I got this go around and it's been maybe like a year or two maybe since I've gone through it. I got so much out of it and I was like, oh my God, this makes so much sense. And I began to go through and I'm using this as an example and it may not be the best example, but I've literally built my business for the most part off of Instagram. And I started going through my feed and I was like, oh my God, the time that I did this, the time that I did that, the time that I did this, I got the most response, right? And that is an external, you know, validation, but here's the kicker. 
when I go back to those posts, they're authentic, in the moment, raw word vomit, literally that I probably did on, on the shitter, right? Like they were like in the moment, like I'm feeling this, this is where I'm at. And these are the pictures that I feel should correlate with it, right? And those are the ones that people resonated with most. And then I have to sit back and ask myself, why was that? Well, because I'm co-creating with the external and the internal. So here's the kicker. When my internal knows my truth and when my internal works with that truth and when my internal is like, yes, this is the message. Guess what happens? The external begins to respond because it knows and it's co-creating with the universe that this is it. Like, this is the epiphany. Like, this is the message, right? And I'm currently still exper experimenting with a lot of things with my, with my business right now. And it's been such a beautiful unfolding. And like, you don't learn half of yourself until you start your own business. And it's been a beautiful journey. And you could say that I manifested my business and I'm going to tell you, yes, I fucking did. I manifested every part of this business from the beginning to the end. But the kicker was, is that not only did I surrender to what people, and again, this comes from human design. What are people asking me for? What do I respond to, right? Am I responding to something that is going to be a fuck yes? Or am I responding to something that's going to be a fuck no? Okay. So my human design is to... My, my authority is to respond. I am intended to attract everything to me. I'm here to attract questions. I'm here to attract the right clients. And I don't stress about that at all. I never, ever do. And they, they, like all of my clients are my ideal clients. And that this is because of that part of that. But what I also, you know, want to, to begin to, to, to share is that yes, right. Like I created this. But there was a surrender part of me that was like, oh, interesting. A lot of people really want more in-depth analysis of their human design. I'm in the process of building something for that. A lot of people ask me like, what the fuck am I talking about? Like the way I'm talking, it's like way over their head, right? So I have to dumb it down. So I'm coming up with that. So I'm now... And not that I wasn't doing it before, but I think I'm becoming more aware of it because I've gone through my design again, that I'm intended to respond to those things and surrender to the flow of what's coming to me, right? And if I do something in my business that frustrates me, cut, ixnay, done, right? It's not for me. It's not for me. So these tools like your needle chart and your human design are so powerful. It's literally like magic once you, once you understand it and once you know it. So using that in conjunction with the message tonight, that is surrender is independent of how fast your life is going. Surrender is independent of the pace of your life. Surrender is independent of the actions you are taking. Surrender is independent of 
manifesting. How is that so? Well, again, our, our idea of surrender is to do nothing. And it's not to do nothing, essentially. It's to be at peace with the presence and the current moment of what is. And if you're in conflict, inner conflict, like, oh, fuck, I just got fired. This is sucks. What am I going to do? If you're functioning from that energy, you're not going to come up with a solution because you're not functioning from your higher self. You're functioning from your ego, right? So if you're functioning from your ego, everything is, is, is a facade. It, it is um, essentially fake, for lack of a better word, right? So when we hold, and the best example I could give you, and maybe I'll be guided to do it, I feel like I might be, but when you soften and when you give your the mission of your body to tell you, to tell you, instead of telling it, I want this, I want that. When you surrender and ask and offer whatever stresses onto your higher self, the universe, God, if you feel like it's something outside of you, that is your belief. But for me, I truly believe that ask and you shall receive, right? It happens every single time, right? When you ask for a sign, it'll come in some way, shape or form, right? What you desire is there for a reason, right? You are the big you expressing itself and creating the experience around you. And when you hold the big vision, of that desire or that goal or that relationship or that bank account, whatever it is, and you soften instead of being like, ah, and we'll get to the practical parts of manifestation shortly, but let's say you want to make a million dollars. Instead of just saying, I want to make a million dollars and put down, I'm going to make a million dollars fire it up underneath the moon, doing your little seance and your dance and the crystal and the la, 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 woo, woo, all this stuff, which believe me, it's a lot of fun and it's great for the subconscious mind. I'm not poo-pooing on it at all. But when you do that and you don't surrender to what's happening around you, you're not trusting the universe to give you that million dollars, right? You're anxious as fuck, which means you don't trust yourself that you can attain the million dollars. Therein lies the work. Therein lies the future manifestations and unfoldings that may not be as, as hunky-dory and beautiful, right? That you, like, as you expected, like, I thought this million dollars was just gonna, you know, come, come to me and maybe an opportunity, assign a deal. Like, I didn't realize that, like, Things are going to fall away. I'm going to lose my job. Oh my gosh, like my relationship. You don't see how those pieces are still kind of in alignment if that is your number one goal. And in, in the manifestation world, I truly believe that there should be, you know, a hierarchy. Brain dump on all the shit that you want. Put a number beside which one is number one, number two, all the way down to like a hundred if that's what you have. 
focus on one. Let that one percolate in your subconscious mind for long enough to give you what you need for yourself to see yourself and to begin to sever the dependency that you have on your ego that is attached to that outcome. Begin to deconstruct the ego and say, let's say it's a million dollars. Why do I want a million dollars? Well, because I want to buy shit. I want to travel. Okay. But what's the deeper part of that? I want time freedom. I want to be able to, to focus on writing books. I want to be able to offer my, my information to a, for a very reasonable price and still be supported. Can you imagine if I had a million dollars in the bank, right? My one, my offers that are already like click buy courses or whatever. I mean, I want everyone to have this information. Why would I want to say like, if I have a million dollars, oh, it's going to be $2,300, right? It doesn't like that million dollars, you know, if I invest it properly and I do all this stuff, the rest of that's coming in is supplemental. I'm supported and I'm trusting I'm supported, right? But to get to the million dollars, things have to shift. Things have to reconstruct. And oftentimes that is when we get these circumstances that feel like shit hitting the fan because shit is restructuring because you made a decision. And that is the ticket. That is the word in this conversation is deciding. The reason why most people don't get what they want is because they are unclear of what they want. They have all these different things that they want to manifest. They don't have a priority, right? And it's, it's, it's too much. It's way too much, right? Another thing that, you know, with this that, that I want to bring up is not only saying like what that big manifestation goal is, but every day use your, your brain on it. Meaning it's not just during the full moon. It's not just during the new moon. If you want a million dollars every day on, in your journal, I decided this is my goal. This is my goal. I'm going to brain dump on ideas of how I could possibly make this happen. Some of them are going to be great. Some of them are going to be shitty, but you know what you're doing? You're training your subconscious mind to find a solution. You're training and asking and knocking on your higher self's door to say, bring me the opportunities, show me the opportunities. And the biggest kicker for most people when it comes to manifestation and surrender is that they think they know how that money is coming. They think they know where they're going to see that, find that person that they want to be with. Ego. Okay. That's ego. Ego. But the kicker is you might have an opportunity right in front of you and you're too blinded to fucking see it because you're so focused on how you think it's going to come to you. I'm going to tell you a story that happened to me yesterday. Yesterday. I was sitting there. I was looking over my finances and I'm just like, okay, there's a lot going on. There's a lot that I'm doing. There's a lot I'm investing in. There's a lot going on. There's a lot more coming out, going out than there is coming in at the moment. And I'm okay with that because I'm building stuff. I'm creating stuff. And I had to remind myself, Shelly, soften. Find that peace. Find that trust. You've always been supported. It's always come. Trust. Trust me. 
I trust. And then you know what I did? Which is the, I think I'm learning. Again, this is a journey. I'm learning that this is probably the most important part of this. I went and I took a nap. Or go and have a great time. A trip or travel where you're just not even focused on what that is that you're trying to focus on and, and manifest. I literally woke up to $1,000 in my Venmo account. I was like, holy shit. Oh my gosh, this is it. This is it, right? And this, like that exact circumstance in conjunction with this topic, I feel like I manifested that situation of $1,000 to speak on this topic, right? Like, holy fuck, how does this all work? Well, it works because you're in alignment with your essence of being. And so many people don't know how to tap into their essence of being. And that is where your natal chart and your human design come in to begin to guide you and have you feel and put your feelers out there and be like, oh, ooh, yeah, okay. Everyone is completely unique. You're not going to become successful the same way I do, right? It might be a great inspiration. It might, you might take some things and ideas and you might piece it together. But the way that you are intended, the way that God intended you, or the way in which the universe or the big you wants to express itself is within your uniqueness and your originality. No one else has your natal chart, your human design, and the physical and personal experiences that you've had in your life. Can, you, can we take a moment right now and think about how amazing that is? No one is you. No one has your story. No one has the circumstances. No one feels what you feel. No one's gone through the crises that you've gone through. Only you. Your human design, same scenario. Your human design coupled with your natal chart, forget about it. There's, there's no one in existence that will ever be and will ever exist that have the exact situation. No one. No one, right? So when we're able to, to really begin to tap into our essence, we become more in alignment. And when we become more in alignment, alignment we begin to trust our higher self, the big you, right? We begin to trust that everything that's happening around us is happening for us. And, and that might even sink a little bit deeper for you tonight after hearing all of this, right? When we are able to, to look at something and say, how can I learn? How can I trust the inner wisdom of my body? How am I feeling? What is that showing me? Where does my mind go? How can I curate and channel this to be effective, to see the positives? Because the more that you focus on what you don't have, the more of that you get. The more you worry about something, the more you have to worry about. The kicker is to use the way in the way in which your body decided to 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 give you this wisdom right and at the very same time on the op opposite side of that coin to to recognize that 
the unfoldings around you are happening because you made a decision. And unless you make a decision, you're going to feel more chaos than peace. When you're on a seesaw, you're not going anywhere. One day you're happy, one day you're upset. One day you met somebody and you think they're the love of your life, the next day you're like, but. So when your emotions and when your happiness are dependent on anything outside of you, you're never going to have what you want. You're never going to manifest what you want, right? The manifestation comes with deciding. The manifestation comes with being very clear. The manifestation comes with trust. The manifestation comes, and remember, surrender is independent of what you're acting and working towards or how fast your, your life is, is, is moving, okay? You are essentially saying, universe, I made a decision. I am no longer dealing with half-ass compensation. I am done getting paid this every single week. I decide right here and now, and I draw the line in the sand and it's still the full moon tonight. So if you want to do this work tonight, I highly suggest it. Using the external energy with the current energy is a powerful tool. That is working in alignment with the universe. That is what astrology is. That is what human design is. It's saying, ooh, the energy right now is perfect for letting shit go. What am I ready to put a line in the sand for and say, I am done with this and let that be your focus and experiment. Let that be your focus for a month or maybe say, I'm going to let this be my number one focus until it comes into fruition. And that number one focus means seeing yourself and seeing all of that actualize and charging it with your inner energy and saying, this is how I'm going to feel when this happens. Every single time you come back to that visualization, the vision gets clearer. Maybe there's color this time. Maybe the, the images are more crisp. And then you do the subconscious work in conjunction with the visualization and say, million dollars, go write a book, go write an ebook. I can create these offers. If I create these offers, how many people do I need to make a million dollars that year? How many people do I need to buy this offer that year? How many people do I need to do to purchase this offer to make that this that year, right? I can invest my money, right? I can create affiliate links for my current, my current clients. If they refer people, I will give them $100 for every referral. How can I generate this with where I am now while holding the vision of where I want to be? Because there's a gap, y'all. There's this dissonance. There's a distance between your goal and where you are. And your goal doesn't come to you, right? Well, I might be saying that incorrectly. The goal doesn't like fall into your lap, but the goal will come to you as you're working towards it, right? And it's not all roses. Like there are parts of, I think I've revamped what I do 
I don't, I, I have lost count. I've revamped my, my style. I've lost count. I've revamped my offers. I have lost count, but that's a part of refinement. And at the same time, my true OGs, the people who I actually want as clients, the people that I actually give a fuck about, don't give a fuck about that. They give a fuck about my message. They give a fuck about how I show them these ways. They like my perspective. And guess what? That perspective is the only thing that makes me me. So many people are teaching natal charts. So many people are teaching human design. I don't care. They're not my competition. They can't be me. They can't do me. Zero percent. They can't do me. Right? So when you, when you disassociate from the ego's perception of the external to maybe gravitate towards the way that somebody else is doing it because their life is fucking beautiful, you're, you're still not pulling yourself closer to your essence and your higher self. You're actually distancing yourself more because you're energetically, it's like ugh, climbing up this fucking hill. Shelly told me to do this. Oh my God, why isn't this working? This is supposed to work. I was told this was all gonna work. But, but, but hold up. That's the ego talking. I'm not the end all be all. I'm a flashlight, right? I'm an invitation for your soul to be like, ooh, what Shelly said really resonated with me tonight. You know, instead of just, getting off this call and just like going about my life and numbing out on, you know, Netflix and maybe eating a whole bunch of stuff and just going back to my normal way of being. Maybe tonight I'm going to do something different. Maybe I'm actually going to reflect and ask my inner self, hey, inner self, that thing that Shelly said about, you know, surrender and manifestation, how does that make me feel? What did I always think surrender meant? What did I always think manifestation meant? Do they mean the same now after this conversation? Am I almost kind of like curating a different way of seeing my life and seeing how I am kind of creating the chaos in my life that I don't want through maybe saying I don't want it so many times and maybe expecting the worst and maybe like, thinking the worst, or maybe my higher self is trying to teach me something in this circumstance. And journal. Journal is, if I showed you all of my journals, this is my latest one and it's, it's full. I need a new one actually. I'm like scribbling on the side of it. Um, journaling awakens your authentic self. And for many, journaling is the one thing everyone fucking avoids. Why? Because the ego is like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. She's, she's going to find us out. She's going to recognize that everything that she ever thought was, was not, is not. Holy shit. I don't like that. I don't do that. This is weird. This makes you feel weird. Why do you think that's happening, y'all? Why do you think it's happening? Your higher self is like, please do something different. And you're like, yeah, but not that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to try that. 
because you're comfortable in your victim mentality, because you're comfortable in the story you've created for yourself. Fuck it all. You have the opportunity to decide right here and now what your life looks like. Put a timeline on it. Stamp it six months. Stamp it a year. And pick one, not 10 million, not like a, like whatever. And don't just jot it down and say like, this is what I want. Visit it every single day. The universe, your higher self within you your body has the wisdom and the answers. And if you truly believe that to be true, work with yourself on it to find the answers. That's what I've done throughout this whole process. And my business has changed so much, right? And it's beautiful because it's really blossoming into something so magnificent that I could have never, ever, ever imagined back here. I could have never imagined the details of where I am in my business right now over here. I had to start somewhere. I had to hold the vision of what I wanted and really like the big things that I wanted. And I think I have the journal, the other journal, time freedom, money freedom, independence of my finances, work from home, right? And now I'm refining that because I created that. And now I'm like, okay, I got that. Now what's the next step? What's the next step? What's the next step? Did I fail a couple of times? Absolutely. Many times. But I never see those failures as the way in which people see failure as like, oh, you're a piece of shit. You're a loser. I see those failures as learning lessons. Like, damn, I recorded 30 videos. Each of them were like an hour and something. And I only got 50, 100, whatever dollars. Fuck. And in that moment, I'm like, damn, I wasted my time. Absolutely not. I did not waste my time. Why? Because I solidified the knowledge that I know about what I'm teaching. I solidified it. It, it got back, it got in my subconscious mind. Some of those videos, I pull things out and things that I say, and I post them on like as little snippets on, on Instagram. It was never a waste of time. Don't ever see situations, relationships, circumstances, careers, jobs, none of that as a waste of time. If you have that mentality, that is why you don't have what you want. If you see and begin to train your mind to have a new circuit, to build a bridge over the bullshit so you don't step in it again, right? To say, there's another moment triggered, a what the fuck moment. I know that I, my tendency is to just tell everybody how terrible it was to keep reiterating it to myself, to try and find where I went at fault. No, in that very moment, you decide and you say, listen, Shelly, I know you feel like this was a waste of time. I know that you feel like it was a waste of your time, a waste of your energy. But on the upside, I have content. On the upside, 
I've really solidified what I know. And if it helps that one person, that's who it was meant for anyways. You could take that mentality so fucking far. Every successful person or everyone who has been claimed successful will tell you they had multiple failures before the success. The difference is that perseverance. And the difference is seeing those happenings that aren't so beautiful as opportunities, as teaching tools. And if nothing else, the best way that helped me, because there are still layers of my ego existing. I'm not saying I'm without ego. Absolutely not. There are, there are tons, of, tons of ego, okay? But it's not the ego that people see it as like, I feel like I'm better than anybody. No, I don't feel like I'm better than anyone. The ego, for me, its definition is I'm attached to certain things, right? And I want certain things and it's very ego driven, okay? Like, do I need a G-Wagon? No, I don't need a fucking G-Wagon. Do I want one? Absolutely. Why? Because to me, in my mind, it's saying I got to that energetic line because there was a time that it felt super unattainable. Like it wasn't even in my sphere. It wasn't even in my orbit of wanting. I'm like, huh, oh, no, I like never, I, what, how? But now it's in my orbit, right? That's, that's a huge shift. And I know for some, it's like, okay, Shelly, like that's so minuscule, but no, it's not because it is an energetic representation of something. And it's partially ego-driven because when I was over here, I was so ego-driven. So there's like this twofold thing happening with that for me. And I'm giving you my personal example so you can begin to sift and find your own. But when, when you see that every step of the way is a form of growth and that things that are happening to you, that is what you surrender to. It's not saying you accept it. It's not saying that you like it. It's saying like, this is my present situation. Let's be real, right? I know many of you are like, I, I need logic, but this is, this is what's happening. Okay, but what do you want? And how can you make that happen? How can you create that, right? It's acceptance and saying, this is what my finances look like. This is what I want. This is what my relationship situation looks like. This is what I want. This is what this is. This is what I want. And then look at that and say like, for the most part, those are the first answer that you have is going to be very much from the ego. And then you deconstruct that. Why do I want this? What is really my big end goal? And like the big feeling that I want. I posted something on Instagram recently. And it's like, I don't want to be booked and busy. And that used to be my motto. And I am, I am booked and busy. And I was like, no, I want to be well-rested and compensated. That's my new motto. You have permission to change your reality. It just takes a decision. 
And when you're clear about where you currently are, and at the very same time, clear about where you want to go, you focus on where you want to go. You can always go back to where you are, but like, why do you want, like, why do you want to energetically go there? Why do you want to keep thinking about where you are? It's going to come up. And I know it's challenging, especially when it comes to money. Um, it's like, well, this, that's my number. Offer it up. Use your design, go back to your design, reference your design, go back to the, the houses in your natal chart, go back to listening to that, the energy of money, the energy of your relationships, the energies like of your day to day, wherever you feel like isn't in alignment, use that as a reference point to begin to unravel and begin to build the bridge. That is all this life is about, is building the bridge. And the way that you build the bridge is connected to what resources come your way. And that is the surrender. Ooh, that was good. I'm going to, that just came to me. So where you are under the bridge, there's a little troll under the bridge. And the little troll is like, you know what? I want to redo this bridge. I'm sick and tired of this being my home. Sick and tired of sitting in shit, hearing everybody above me. I'm ready to build a new bridge. What is coming? What resources are in my current orbit that I can start using to build this new mindset and this bridge and begin to build the vision even more? Maybe you got a brick. Maybe you got mud rocks. Maybe you found some wood. And you're, oh, there's the wood. I'm going to use that. Oh, there's this. I'm going to use that. That's a really great podcast. I'm going to save that. Wow, that was a really good nugget. I'm going to save that. I'm going to pin that. Right? You begin to construct a bridge. And this comes with knowing who you are too. And knowing where you go. Right? If you know you're a very negative person, you need to start your day moving your body and looking at the sun and listening to something extremely, extremely positive. If you wake up and your thoughts are going and you know that the first thing you do is, you know, go negative on the mirror, get post-its. Work with where you are. See yourself for where you are. Build yourself to where you want to go. Right? And then the surrender element in manifestation is knowing and trusting and seeing what is coming your way and using it as fuel and leverage. Because, and I say the universe tests you, but it's the big you. It's the bigger part of you that tests you. It's like, are you sure? I mean, you did decide on something, but I'm going to, I think there might be a part of you that's like not 120% sure. So I'm going to, I'm going to leave this little situation here and see how you act to see if you're really, really, really sure about that decision. And then it, it, it's, it waits. And it's you, it's you creating that situation. 
And I know that's really hard for people to really comprehend, but if you, we can have a whole nother conversation on that. If you believe that you are made in the image of God, if you believe that God is in you, if you believe God is love, you are co-creating with the universe. And that terminology still insinuates something outside of you. But you are the universe expressing itself and giving itself what you need. See yourself as a, as a as its own ecosystem. This is your ecosystem. Your life is your ecosystem. Whatever you, whatever evaporates comes back down. No, 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 whatever. Right? This is your ecosystem. And you're 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 doing this to first solidify it in your subconscious mind, especially when you see a lot of these reoccurring themes and these tests. It's essentially your subconscious mind that's like, or your ego that's like, wait. She just decided to, to, to banish me, hold the phone. Not, nope, not today. Wait a second. She's, she's deciding to think differently. Are we more positive? Are we more positive? Oh, okay. Well, I'm trying to be more positive, says the ego. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw something and see how she reacts. Is she still positive? Oh, there it is. I got her hook, line, and sinker. She went right down. She went right down the spile. Flush that bitch down. She got to start again. You see where this is going? And I, I, I'm trusting that I'm explaining myself in a very, very authentic way that, that speaks to you and all of you at the same time, even though I'm saying one thing. But that is the power you have and to go back to kind of come full circle on this how do we know the balance between surrendering to the universe the big you the big U's plan for you versus manifesting manifesting the things we want in life or if they are actually one and the same they are one and the same that's why they say desire is of God. Desire. It's there for a reason. And whether that reason is to deconstruct your ego and claw your way all the way up until you get the lesson, it's going to happen. Your soul came here to learn shit. And if you are the weakest link, it's going to throw harder shit at you until you Walking, deal with it from the inside out. Stop trying to fix the outside. It's the inside. An example that just came to mind, and I don't know how or why the fuck that this came to mind, but here we go. We look at women, right? And we're like, oh my God, she's so beautiful. So beautiful. The most, most of the most beautiful people eat really clean. They take care of their bodies. They do colonics and they do all the things. They check their hormones. They do all of this stuff because they know it's on the inside. 
some of the youngest people are raw vegans. If you look at like pictures of like raw vegans in their seventies, it's, 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 it's alarming, but they are putting living food in their body. Their food is building their cells in their body. If you're giving your body garbage, it's like sugar will, will create wrinkles like no tomorrow. X out the sugar and start drinking more water and notice how your skin will change within a couple weeks automatically. It's an inside job. Your emotions are an inside job. Your joy is an inside job. Your mindset is an inside job and your mind, your body, and your spirit are working together. So if one is out of alignment, they're all a little off. That is what holistic medicine is, is seeing somebody as the whole, not just psychologist or doctor, right? Or, or medicine woman, witch doctor of the woo. It is all of it. You have to have all of those components in alignment with one another for things to feel like you are in the flow of life and you are, you, you are intended to be in the flow of life, but you have been conditioned and it's time to decondition right? You've been told that you, you, you shouldn't follow what you do. You've been told the right and the wrong thing to do. You've overridden your, your heart and where you feel the pull and you've lost yourself because you've lost the, the establishment of being able to plug yourself back into who you are. You are the universe expressing itself. Everything you desire is all ready yours because you desire it but there is oftentimes a decision in our lifestyle in our mentality in healing that has to take place in order for that that big picture vision that oftentimes is 10 times a million times better than what we originally thought point blank my business it's like, oh, well, all I had to do is just take steps and learn. And as I learned, I, I'm like, oh, well, this feels better. Okay, now I learn and I do and I build. And then, oh, who knows where I'll be in like another year or two? Who knows? I'm not worried about it. But what I am recognizing is where I am and what I'm building towards as a big picture goal. And I'm constantly using my subconscious mind constantly reprogramming my subconscious mind, constantly writing and rewriting these desires. And that is where you work with the universe and the big you. Your higher self becomes your friend. You become partners. Your ego and your higher self become partners because everything has a polarity. We have a polarity. You can, you can imagine the ego being the masculine energy in us and the feminine energy being our higher selves and it being a married couple, which was the example I gave earlier and it's coming full circle, which is so beautiful. And it's saying, honey, I love you. I see you. I know that you're coming from a place of, of pain from your past and your childhood. I see that. And I'm sorry that that happened to you. 
but how much better would life be if you just let it go? And the ego at the same time is building the feminine and saying like, girl, you are worth way more. Okay, don't cheap out your, 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 your knowledge and your skills and don't just give anybody access to your energy. Wrap it up. You see how they work together? But you have to, to go on a date with that. And the only way you can really go on a date with that is to use journal prompts, Google some, like whatever topic that you're having, like journal prompts for, and I'm saying this because this is where my head's out recently, journal prompts for generators when it comes to finances, journal prompts for manifesting generators for business. You can go completely different. Sun sign and Aries. Journal prompts for Aries sun sign when it comes to relationships. Relationship journal prompts, as simple as that. The inner reflection happens and pen to paper has been time and time again said that it's so incredibly powerful because your mind, your body, and your spirit are pleasant time. Thank you.